Hello and welcome to the Drink and Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You're listening to episode 142, E3, part one, featuring two Tom's Virtual Paradise and Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale from Lexington Brewing and Distilling Company. With your host, Saf, Hale, and Keith. Guys, doing good? Yeah. Doing great, Pam. Um, just fantastic. three of us today. Just the no three Dustin. of us. Dustin was very busy. Busy, busy, busy. He didn't want to talk about Microsoft. Nope. Nope. He didn't want to talk about his favorite game console. <laughs> I'm going to try. Hopefully one of you do, because I'm not uh, well-versed on the Microsoft level. Yeah, I've yes. been falling behind, not keeping up as well anymore. You're busy, busy also. Yeah. So busy. Watching cartoons 24-7. <laughs> that should be our new Patreon. Pales cartoon Pales, shows. Pales tunes. Pales I'm about to start ranking the Disney movies, <laughs> <laughs> like the Pixar and the uh, Disney and DreamWorks, there Sony Picture Animations, <laughs> all that stuff. Get the little Pee Wee podcast going. On. <laughs> <laughs> but no drinking beer because I'm going to build up my my kid kids following. It's oh be yeah, yeah. juice. Under. You're going to rank juices. Juices. Ju- yep. Juices. <laughs> All right, so their big announcement, we'll just start right off the bat with Project Scarlet, mm-hmm. which is their code name for their follow-up. For their next-gen yeah. console. Yeah. So, yeah, as we were kind of saying a little bit off-air, that it's like the end of a generation, the end of this-gen yeah. technology. So it's starting to lead into something I, else. Because Xbox has redone their entire like gaming console mm-hmm. several times. I still have the original Xbox One. And they shrunk it to Xbox One S. Yeah, we talked about that like last year, maybe two years ago. Uh-huh. And then Xbox One X came out, oh, which is right. updated graphics, updated processor, like and it's still smaller. Yeah, format or something. So I don't, they keep revamping it, and you can only do that so much before you have to come up with a new one, which is Project Scarlet. So I'm guessing next year will be a huge E3 because there'll be a lot of Xbox announcements. Exactly. Whatever they call the sixth system, Xbox Two or something. Yeah, <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> well, it comes after one, right? That's true. Exactly. Um, so lots of details about uh, Scarlet still remain unclear. We didn't see what the system looks like or find out how much it'll cost, among other things. All they did was just – it was a bunch of people talking about how the new processing system is going to be the fastest processor. Yeah. And, and like, we, I we made our own processor. <laughs> Working with IBM or whoever we work with, we, we made our own and custom-tailored it just for this system. We're yeah. like – Ooh, yeah. nerdy stuff. Which so is like the same update every 10 years. <laughs> faster processing yeah, speeds. A yeah. hundred times faster than the last one or something. Yeah. So instead, Microsoft talked up Scarlet's incredible specs, hardware capabilities, and it sounds like a big step up from the current Xbox One systems. The company says it's four times as powerful as Xbox One X as a point of reference. Scarlet comes equipped with an SSD and components capable of 8K resolution and 120 frames per second there aren't tvs that can put output no, 8K no, at this point. so i mean the system can hold it but I, uh, you can't see it i have seen some 8k tvs they're starting to sell are, they? are yeah, they really samsung they're probably like two thousand dollars i thought 6k eight was inch. like the thing right now no it doubled four it went right up to eight. Oh jeez. <laughs> Uh, load times should be much faster on top of the myriad other improvements made possible by the next gen hardware that's pretty exciting. I think it'll be fun yeah, to mean, see what next gen's going to be. But, I mean, how much more realistic can you get? Right. I, I mean, mean most of these games now, I'm like, wow, these look really 
you know, realistic enough. The thing is, they don't. Lo- uh, they're not going to look any more real. They're just going to load better, and yeah. more stuff can be on the screen at once. Like, that's the only thing exactly. they can do at this point. It feels like at a certain point, like the graphics are just as good as they're ever going to be. Right. So yeah. now um, they just process faster. Yeah. I guess there's not. A, just, there's yeah. not a load time that's going to have to or download that's going to take an yeah. hour, overnight or something. As I know, a lot of people complain. Like, hey, I downloaded. I bought the game. I'm downloading it. I want to play it right now, <laughs> yeah. but three days later, mm-hmm. then it downloads. But I know Xbox has been a little bit okay with that. When I download stuff after like 15% or 10%, it says the game's ready to go. Because so, there's no way you can progress any further <laughs> right. than that. It, it downloads the, the beginning of the download. game first, so you can play it while the rest of it downloads. Yeah. The the thing that's not as interesting about Microsoft is all they do is upgrade the graphics or is, and do improvements like that, whereas Nintendo's announcements are a little more fun because mm-hmm. it's a brand new way to play games, exactly. essentially. Revolutionize yeah. things instead yeah. of the same old, same old. They'll add, yeah, different controller options or something. But anyways, that's why both of these companies can coexist because they don't really compete with other, each other. They do their own different things and appeal to their own audience. Yeah. I know there's a lot of collaboration now um, from things that I was reading about E3 that they're not really at each other's throats mm-hmm. anymore. It's like, how can we work together? Which is why Xbox is now a little bit compatible live yeah, uh, with some, Nintendo yeah, Switch. And, some of the downloadable con- – uh, like whatever on the downloadable store, you can play against your Microsoft friends or your Nintendo friends in, yeah. across platform. It's really cool. On to some of the games. First up is Bleeding Edge which technical alpha begins like next week or on June 27th. Mm-hmm. So I watched a little bit of video from this. It's an online melee fighting game, like shooting. I think it's like a first or third person shooter. It looked like mm-hmm. Fortnite. That's essentially what I, uh, <laughs> it's just, but, four but it's only four, yeah, four and 50 four. people. But even Battle like the Royale. artwork and st- like the dancing, there's dancing involved. Uh, yeah. All that stuff. So. It was like, this is just Fortnite, but I don't know. I, it's Different not interesting characters. to me. Yeah, I was going to say 4v4 that just turns it back to like GoldenEye <laughs> yeah. days, like split screen. <laughs> I don't, it, it's online. I don't think it's like, yeah, I don't think it's uh, Yeah, I know screens. it's not, but. Some yeah. of these games are like couch games, of which I think they're mostly Nintendo games, though, because yeah. they're more about that. Uh, moving on, because none of us are probably going to play that. Nope. Uh, the Outer Worlds, which comes out October 25th, 2019. It's another first-person shooter, which is most of Microsoft's games, it seems like. Yep. This one takes place in the future. I don't know what year. It was like way out. Way but, in the future. Uh, corporations have bought up all the out, outer planets. And so it's like a planet full of like Kentucky Fried Chicken and Ooh. stuff like like Microsoft and whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, they're, they're, they whatever own the planet, in, yeah. Yeah, whatever the world, the <laughs> whatever corporations <laughs> exist in this world. <laughs> It won't be like real corporations. I thought it was going to be like Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Then right? <laughs> <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> yeah, right. Chicken uh, wings. Yeah. Chicken breasts. But it looks like kind of Firefly-y in that it's in the future, but it's also got a Western feel where they're like gun, like slick shooters and like mm. cowboy type So you're still characters. exploring this planet yes. even though it's owned and you're still going to make your way through it. And it's like the trailer makes it look like you're a new person coming to this planet that's unfamiliar with it and you can explore the planet however you want and you kind of decide what kind of character you're going to be so you interact with people and you could either be the hero or you can just shoot them in the head and be the villain uh-huh. or you could be like a psychopath and just go running through the Kill planet and just blowing the shit up so <laughs> it's kind of cool like 
and the story progresses however you want it to progress on based on how you interact with people. Yeah, more of that Sounds choice like, based. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. I think you yeah. have choices yeah, there's on stuff how like you Red want Dead, to. Assassin's Creed Odyssey just went to that too, where you have options. You have, chance, you have a, yeah, options to be a different character. Which which story. is neat in a sense, but I'm noticing with like Odyssey, I'm like, just freaking make a decision for me. I just want to play <laughs> yeah, the game. I, I don't want to have to sit here and think. Yeah. Should I answer this one? Should I answer this one? Like, I want, yeah. I, I want, yeah. I want professionals to come up with the story yeah, and then me to me. follow it, <laughs> not for me to decide the story. <laughs> I don't want like eight different options. Like, okay, how am I going to handle this situation? Exactly. Now I got to play this game eight all different I do, times. Yeah. All I do is I just pause it, get my phone, and. Type in the, the most I'm interesting like, one. What happens if I do this? And I watch a video on it and be like, yeah, I like this option. So I go with that one better. It kind of takes you out That's of the funny. game. It yeah. does. It's like the uh, a new way to do the choose your own adventure novels mm-hmm. where you're like, I remember when those came out. Yeah. When you were in you school. Flip, and you're like, like, oh, if you want to do this, flip to page 90. If you want to do this, flip to page 66. <laughs> and you go to page 90, you're like, ooh, I don't like, I don't the way like that, that story's going. Oh, I'm going to go to 66. Yeah. <laughs> you do the same thing. Uh, oh, so weird. Now it's just uh, now it's digital digital version. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Next is Cyberpunk 2077, which won basically all of IGN's Game of the Year or Game of the E3 awards. Mm-hmm. That best action game, best Xbox game, best whatever. I don't game know. game. <laughs> yeah, best game game. Long Most games. yeah, it was like the people's choice because mm, you could vote. There you go. And so it, it won that too. So pretty exciting. It, it, I just looked this up while right before we started recording. It is an upcoming role-playing video game developed and published by CD Projekt, releasing for Microsoft, Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, adapted from 1988 tabletop game Cyberpunk 2020. It is set 57 years in the future, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, in a dystopian Night City, California, an open world with six distinct regions. So based on the trailer I watched, it looked like an episode of that Netflix series we talked about with Ben, The Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, yeah. So it's like futuristic. That's cool. Um, it was a really sim- cinematic trailer. There wasn't much gameplay involved, so it just looked like an episode of that. It was like six, seven minutes, and I was like, okay, this is just an episode. I kind of want to see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Um, and, yeah, it looked really interesting. He's got like a microchip that he stole for this company and he goes to deliver it, but then they decide they're going to kill him instead, but he fights back and then it like jumps ahead a little bit. He gets knocked out and then Keanu Reeves wakes him up and it looks exactly like Keanu Reeves (laughs) and he's got like a metal arm and there's speculations about what character he is based on people that are familiar with this. John Wick. (laughs) That's funny that they're bringing like actors into video games. Like Norman Reedus is in the one Mm -hmm. that I was talking about earlier off record. That's true. <laughs> off air. Or he's, yeah, off air. <laughs> off record. Off record. Off he record. did say this is off the record before we started talking because he did not want us to record that, but he st- <laughs> said it on air anyway. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, so he's just basically like stranded in somewhere in outer space. Yeah. It, it was just kind of like a theatrical trailer, mm-hmm. not much gameplay. There was one with the uh, – what's his name? The guy that plays the Punisher. He was a – he was in one of these games the too. The new Punisher, really? yeah. Hmm. Oh, um, John or John Berenthal. Yeah, yeah. He was in like a uh, one of those Tom Clancy games, I think. It was just okay. like him as him. the shooter. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I mean, it looks live action. It's crazy. Next is Halo Endgame. I mean, Halo Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> Very similar. Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> <Yeah. Okay. laughs> uh, coming out holiday 2020. There was a really cinematic trailer. For this as well, where there's like a guy trapped in his spaceship floating in space, and 
Master Chief, like <laughs> Master Shield, <laughs> Master Shield <laughs> falls on the windshield of the ship, <laughs> and like he's trying to figure out what's going on. And Master Marvel, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's like the yep. Halo ring was broken. And, yeah, and then all of a sudden it got the ship got zapped, and then the guy freaks out, and Master Chief is just all like, I'm Master Chief. And he must have marches out. Yeah, he's not familiar. He he must have been in stasis or something. He doesn't yeah. know what happened, but then he finds out that. They lost the war and everything's gone to shit. So, whatever they're going to do to fix that, I don't know. I have I don't play the Halo game, so yeah, I I played like one and two, and then it got too weird, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> uh, I'll but let... people did go nuts over that when they announced it because I watched the project, um, the what is, Xbox uh, One con- X, uh, Scarlet Project Scarlet video, mm-hmm. and he said at the end, he goes, for the new generation, we'll have the Halo game mm-hmm. that will come out with that too. So. Halo will, yeah. So people went crazy. Yeah, because they're going back to... They have did all those like little side games that weren't real Halo games. Yeah. Because it was like Halo 1, 2, and 3, and then they started doing Halo other bullshit. Weird stuff. Yeah. Ooh, I'll do this Keith, next yeah, one. I'll let you take it. Yeah. Time. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot um, coming out in early 2020. So what this one is, it had a different name. I forget what it was called. Yeah, it was Dragon Ball Z... Uh, I can't remember now. It's like Project something, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Project Scarlet. Um, yeah, that was it. <laughs> so we've kind of seen footage from it a little bit ahead of time, but now it has an official name, and they're calling it the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot because it's going to follow Goku and his story. So it's going to relive um, all through Goku's life um, throughout the whole series. But it is more like an open-world concept. So you can fly around the entire world. You can oh, pick stuff up. So more of an open RPG, build up points and stats. Like you got to go kill some dinosaurs and get the dinosaur meat so you can eat it, and then it helps your stamina and it helps do all this. So they're making it into this open world RPG, it's, which is like kind of the wild. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's so they... you can fly in this. It's yeah, pretty cool. and shoot shit out of your hands. <laughs> nice, but I don't know. It looks pretty interesting. I'll I like the art check style. It mm-hmm. it like it looks like the cartoon, but like in the CGI version. Yeah. Really good. Um, I heard some of the voice actors too, so all the original ones are back for that. Cool. So pretty good. Pretty neat. Then we have a new Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga coming out in 2020. I mean, it looks, it's just all nine movies done in in now. Yeah. Lego format. So I guess they're re-releasing because they already did the first six. Yeah, they already did. I I think they even did Force Awakens. Are they redoing them all or just putting them all together? I I don't know. That the trailer Mm. wasn't very specific. It was just like now all nine games or whatever. Interesting. What? Just that they bring in, like, every character mm-hmm. in the universe? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how they have been in the past. Because wow. I played the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, then there was this Ori and the Will of the Wisps coming Wisps. out. Wisps. February eleventh, 2020. It's a side... Scroller. Yeah, 2D sides. Yeah, side-scrolling. With, like, 3D characters. Right. Kind of looks like a Metroid-y type world. Yeah. But you play as Lilo and Stitch, or well, yeah. just Stitch. Just Stitch. <laughs> That's what the character looks like. And he, you're, for, I mean, it looks really cartoony and cool. And then you're like, fighting giant bugs and stuff. I don't know if it's a. It seems like a downloadable game. It doesn't seem like a full like seventy dollar game. Yeah, it, it oh, just seems like, like one of their Xbox Live yeah. free yeah. games that come out. Uh, then there was Tales of Arise. It's the latest entry in the Tales franchise coming in twenty twenty. I looked that up, and that's uh, an anime. Okay. Tails apparently is an anime, not Sonic Sidekick. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, oh. But 
I don't I don't really know that anime, but mm. I, it looks like if it's in that franchise, they're just getting their own video game. It kind of looks like um, uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's what, what it, it looks, looks like. like to me too. But I don't know. It, I mean, it's it's they acted like it was a big deal, and it's a new game in this franchise. But I'm not familiar with this franchise. Yeah. I've never heard of no Tales cool. before, so I figured I'd throw that up there for any fans who probably already heard about it by now. Yep. Um, then there was a new Battletoads trailer, which was one of my favorite games for like Sega. That's pretty or cool. Whatever. And oh, I used to play that game all the time. <laughs> Ugh, I love Battletoads. I could never beat like the third oh, level because no, it was so, so hard. hard and it's miserable. But <laughs> those first two levels were fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like artwork aimed for kids and like uh-huh. kids' humor, but kids cannot play this game because it's like impossible to get yeah. past the third level. Uh, and it's probably going to continue that. I'm guessing it's going to be really hard, but it's really cartoony and the characters look great. Yeah, and it should be fun. Three player co op. Co op. Oh, that'd be so cool. That you can sit in the same room and all play together. That'll be fun. And then this, I thought, would excite Pale. There's this new game called Elden Ring. And it's being produced by George R. R. Martin. What? I heard he was doing like two or three video games. Mm-hmm. Um, they said it's like really close to Dark Souls. Okay, um, but it looks like it could be set in like the Game of Thrones. Yeah, world. it's really medieval type looking. crossover. Yeah, it kind of looks like Lord of the Rings, but maybe the. It sounds like a Lord of the Rings because title. it had the rings in the title. That's like immediately what I thought it was. Yeah, it had like dwarves and elves and all that same. Sure. same yeah, it could be more. It could be closer to Lord of the Rings, but. Um, I mean, that was more fantasy that mm-hmm. like than Game yeah, of Thrones yeah. was. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of interested in that. Mm-hmm. I didn't Rated see it. M like, for mature. <laughs> Incest. <I didn't>, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Decide which, <laughs> which relative you want to <laughs> have sex with. Yep. <laughs> I choose my sister. <laughs> um, I, I didn't see any release date. I, I looked like it was really early in the development. There wasn't. There was like a 30-second little clip of the game, but no like gameplay or anything it was just showed off some of the characters and the world and stuff yeah but it's something to look forward to it I looks guess. like there is uh, some kind of announcement trailer of some sort mm-hmm. if you want to check that out might have a little bit of uh, video yeah Seth you did a lot of talking uh huh you look thirsty I'm so thirsty we should get a beer <gasps> hooray do, beer. Do a beer but first there's this do you like what drinking geek out is providing do you want more do you like video games, Game of Thrones, comedies like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Rec, and The Office? Well, so do we. However, sometimes these things just don't fit in with our current show format, but we still want to provide this to you. Just to provide you with an update, we do have five tiers on our Patreon, with all nerdy stuff to provide to you. You can become a super geek and receive a bonus episode every month. You'd become a mega geek, and we could pick a topic for a future show. You could become an uber geek, and we can do a show tailored around you. The perks go on and on, and will continue to grow. So go on down to patreon.com slash drinkingeekout for more information. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back with our in-beer, and it is from Two Toms in collaboration with 450 North Brewing to come up with Virtual Paradise. It is coming in at ABV 8%, and there's no IBUs on this one. But it is a double dry hopped double IPA, as I said, a collab with 450 North Brewing Company, brewed with Citra, Galaxy, and Nelson hops. And what was really cool about this, this is two Tom's version. It has the Citra hops plus the Norwegian Kivik yeast. Yeah, whatever the Kivik yeast is. Um, But what's really cool is that in their collab... 
that the one they made in two toms has different yeast, I think. This yeah, may this, be the is different the, this is the only one that has that yeast. That has to, that yeast. To make it smoother or something. I don't know mm-hmm. why they added it, but he said it on, on social media, I saw. But there was a reason. I just don't remember it. So, um, two, so this is two toms version. Yeah, the taste is a little bit different. And then 450 had their own without that. So that was pretty neat, I mean, to do this collab. But you can mm-hmm. only buy the two toms one here in town and the 450 at 450. And the two Toms line to get it was at least out the door, which was like 10 people. 450 <laughs> North, you probably had to stand through 500 oh, I, people. I think they had oh, to absolutely. line up at 5 a.m. Yeah. to get it at 11 a.m. Jeez. Um, so, anyway, we snagged some two Toms here. I've had this on draft. I know Pale and I, at least we've had it on draft. I've obviously have had Dustin's it in can had too. It on draft. I've not Dustin's tasted it yet. It, so, this is pretty exciting for, uh, to get Saf to try it here. But the can, it's pretty awesome. The can is cool. It's. The 451 is the exact same, but there's this pink, and this one's more of a green. It's a big sunset, I'm going to just say. And there's palm trees, but the sunset is over like a virtual grid. Oh, yeah. Um, it feels like Miami Vice with the palm trees. Yeah. yeah. But the grid's very Tron-like. Right. Know. Yes. It's like the that virtual world. Yo series from... Indiana City, they have that kind of like eighties vibe mm-hmm. with the colors and the yeah, kind of same similar style. Yeah, beer co- beer smelling color. Which one do we do first? It's been a while. Uh, smell, I believe. No, I thought oh, no. We, we did color. color yeah. first. Oh man! Then smell because as soon as we smell, you start sipping. <laughs> I know because you get your smells and snips. It your passes snips. my nose. <laughs> it goes right to my mouth. All messed up. This one, it's lighter. I don't want to say it's a darker orange. Yeah, I mean, that, like, creaminess really, like, mutes the orangeness. Guess color. <laughs> Just kidding. The, your, uh, your lighting in here makes it look real orange because you got yeah, these yellow balls. Really orange. Trying to find a proper way to see this. It looks pretty much like a gas, gas of orange juice. Orange, yes. A glass of orange juice as well. No pulp. A little bit lighter like a grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Not like as pink. Pineapple orange. A pineapple, yeah. I don't know how it appears on your screen, but I'm thinking like... I'm looking for... I haven't got it pulled up yet. Tails, Tails, Five, or even Star Fox. Going off my memory of their colors, I would agree. At least on my screen? Yeah, I agree. One of those two. Yeah, maybe like a little more on the Scorpion side. Oh, oh is that what you even? I was saying Tails oh, or Star Fox, either one. I'm going to go oh, okay. with... So we can go like right in the middle of Tails, too. Yeah, let's go to the Tails of Arise. Yeah. <laughs> there we, go. we talked about tails, so that yeah. works. The wrong tails, but... <laughs> tails was mentioned mm-hmm. in some way. Oh, it smells so delicious. Mm-hmm. I just want to put it in my mouth, but I'm not going to pale it. <laughs> you definitely get the, the citra notes in there. The citrus. It, you, I mean, it smells like a 450. Mm-hmm. It smells like a two-toms. It's got that tropical scent to it. So mm-hmm. the palm trees the on the can makes sense. Really citrusy. A blast of that. Oh, yeah, blast of the juice. I mean, this. yeah, you get a blast of the juice, I'm sure, in the taste, and then you'll get a blast of juice up the nose. Yeah. <laughs> juice blast. Oh, I'm going to taste it. But the hops is very low. <laughs> <laughs> low hop smell. Oh, my low God, that smell. is so good. Wow, that's oh, that's incredible. That is awesome. <laughs> I would not I would expect nothing less from these two. Mm-hmm. So I, when we get to it, I'll read my description, because I think it just sums it up perfectly. <laughs> yeah. I'll read my little untapped comment. How many IBUs would you guess? I'd say it's on the lower It's side. the lower side. Like maybe 32. 32? 32-bit. 
<laughs> well, I know sometimes I think I, like, IBUs will be lower than they really are. Mm-hmm. So I'll say 52. 52? 52, 52 IBUs. <laughs> okay. So the Petty, the other mm-hmm. Tom series, that one was 89. And it tasted like yeah. this type yeah, of bitterness. So it's like the fruitiness and all that masks the IBU, so you can't even really even tell they're there. So, yeah, all the juiciness kind of makes you think it's a lower mm-hmm. IBU. It cuts out some of the bitterness, mm-hmm. seems like. There is some on the back of your tongue, but it's really, mm-hmm. whatever that flavor is, I'm trying to put my finger on, that sweetness that you kind of get with when you hold it on your tongue, that kind of covers up the bitterness. It tastes familiar, but I can't decide... Yeah, it's like the the bitterness is there, but it's definitely masked with the the sweetness. And I'm, my tongue, I don't know what I did today, but my tongue's all messed up. You burned it? I must have burned it somehow. <laughs> so this is extra burny on my tongue. <laughs> I let it sit there like, oh. Mm. There's some kind of citrusness to it that I mm-hmm. can't think of. I, I don't know. It's almost like, like peachy or something. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, peach. Like, I can taste the orange, mm-hmm. lemon. A little bit of grapefruit, and there's like one other thing. Some sort of stone fruit, like nectarine, or uh, yeah, plum, or peach, or one yeah, of those kind of... peach, kinda. maybe. Because that's what I was originally thinking. Almost like the peach rings. Yeah. what it brings to mind, because it's got like that sweetness oh, yeah. and the sour. Mm-hmm. But I love this, because the... Like, there's no burn on the back mm-hmm. end. Uh, the bitterness is very low. It's very clean beer. That's a lot of comments were saying how clean it is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All, all the two times it's like that, though. Like, yeah. The, the, all their beer is very clean and just goes down smooth. It's very refreshing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you keep drinking and you keep drinking it. And, oh, I need more now. Wow. <laughs> it's like candy. It's, yeah. <laughs> yes. You can't stop. Once you pop, the fun don't stop. Prickles. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the new trend for 2020, candy breweries. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, 18th Street has, like, their candy crushables and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I was very sad. I did not get a chance to try the 450 North version. They did have... (laughs) Thank you, Wario. They did have, I think, probably just one keg of it. It didn't last a weekend at Two Toms. Um, They ran out of it that day when you and I went. She goes, oh, we just ran out of that. And I'm like... Pale, if you would have got here. I know we should have met at 5.30. I told you to get, go there the day it came out. Uh, yeah. I was out of town, unfortunately. Uh, I could not go. Um, but we, I know Dustin did, but he's not here to give his two cents on the comparison notes. But you did talk to uh, a couple of your buddies we saw there, which you work with. Yeah. Um, and you guys had discussed, or he had discussed the difference between the two of them. Like, you know. You could definitely tell it was more 450-esque. Right. Than Is that basically what he said? I, I, I'm trying to think back. He's, he, oh was drunk. he was drunk. He so drunk, apparently. <laughs> I had remember the entire the conversation the with the guy, and I wasn't part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically it was just more 450-esque. You don't the, know. You don't remember what he said. Yeah. yeah, it's just over the top sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Quit calling me out. <laughs> Don't you remember the dance floor? We went out and danced for a little bit, too. Yes. <laughs> I remember Two times doesn't have a dance floor. Oh, what? <laughs> you don't remember anything. You, said, you were at flashbacks did. across the street. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback. Live or whatever. Yeah. All right. So I'm about to check this bad boy in. You guys can go ahead. You've already sure. checked it in while I punch mine in. I'll go ahead and start. <clears throat> I gave this one a 4.75. 
And I'll justify that by reading my description. The two kings of Nipahs in Indiana join forces to create an amazing beer. Smooth and sweet as two toms with that 450 North hop taste. So damn good. So damn good. So why is it not a five? What's holding it back? There's a little bit of something holding it back, and that is called uh, Doppelganger. (laughs) (laughs) By drinking that, that one has set the epitome Uh, of yeah, And it's not quite to that level um, because that one – didn't quite have that hoppiness that 450 is mm-hmm. known for, which really isn't an overall negative thing. Like you would probably, you know, rank that higher because of the hoppiness yeah. or pale likes the hop to it. Um, me personally, it did not. It was, it's hard with two Toms because I haven't really given anything of his like over a 4.75 because I've had that doppelganger. I've had yeah. what I think is the epitome so it's hard to say it's on par with. It's very much on par with that, but I don't know. This was I love what I love about 450 North mixed mm-hmm. together with Two Toms is so good. It's um, Treehouse has been doing those type of beers before it was a th- yeah. big huge thing. So Tom can obviously get there eventually. But mm-hmm. I mean, this is real close. And there is a lot of people out there. Um, Sawyer came out. I got that mm-hmm. one too. A lot of people are saying they like Sawyer much better than oh, they really? like this collab. They did not like the the hoppiness to it, and I'm I kind of want to say that too. I probably should knock this one down a little bit more, but after having, I was just so excited trying it, so I was just blown away. So I gave it a four point seven five. I got one more can in there, two more cans, I think. Um, so as I drink it, maybe I'll adjust like D- Dustin did. Mm-hmm. And I did a four point two five. Dang pale. That's. I mean, it's not bad. But, like I said, very clean and refreshing. Not very bitter at all, but still has a nice hop flavor. Okay. So what's the negatives? So the negatives basically probably just want a little bit more Hopper. hoppiness, a little bit more juiciness. I don't know how it could be any juicier. It tastes, yeah, like, a, it tastes I mean, like a glass of juice. <laughs> I, I, get, I mean, I think it could be a little bit. Um, but but then I think if you do that, you're going to get more closer to the 450 version probably mm-hmm. with more juice and more hoppiness um and then you're like risk the burn on the back end yeah, yeah more. you get just a pile of so hops there's like, throat. i don't know there's like a fine line between like i think with the, the juiciness i know what you're trying to say and you're trying to avoid it is more the mouthfeel the, yes, the juicier uh, it is it's heavier on the tongue <laughs> no, i'm actually being serious it's like yeah. thicker it's thicker heavier on the tongue this is a little bit thinner i noticed that as you were saying that i'm like you're right the because if it was yeah, juicier it, was, it would be heavier Versus the lighterness of it. Yeah. I think that hops. can change from can to can or mm-hmm. like depending on where you are in the keg because of that stuff that settles and it could be juicier one day than the next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 450 came out with uh, Ripe Nuggets about a year ago. Mm-hmm. That and, was really uh, good. That, was, uh, that would be my five. Really? Yeah. So now that's, that's what I'm comparing all these two. Okay. The Ripe Nuggets. I like the Wonky Nuggets better. That that release yeah, actually. That, um, <laughs> that had a candy mm-hmm. flavor to it. It just tastes like a sugar. Yeah, it kind of actually reminded me of this. Natural sugars. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I went with a 4.75. I was real close to going to it with a 5, but kind of what Keith said, like that doppelganger is slightly better. So, and I gave, we both gave that a 5. So mm-hmm. it's hard to match that with such a similar beer that's just not quite there. But it is damn good. I would like a little more hops or something. That's like really the only thing because it almost tastes just like a candy juice or something, but <laughs> instead of maybe more beery, but overall really, really good. Yes. Mm-hmm. And going to Dustin, 
his updated. I guess we'll update, update the update. Um, <laughs> he gave it a 4.5. He really did not give a description. I don't see it on all. Nope. <laughs> he went from a 4 to a 4 to a 450. <laughs> so, uh, 450 North. Perfect. I get it. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say on that, too. We should call him. Call him. Get him on the show. <laughs> uh, Mick Beer down in Indy said super clean finish that a lot of hazies don't have. Gave it a 4.25. And then he checked it in a couple of days later and gave it a 4.75. He did? Mm hmm. Scroll up. Well, why the hell didn't I see that? You can scroll up higher. Go oh. scroll. Oh, yeah. Four points. I didn't read that one because he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. But, but yeah, he, he did change his score. Cool. I don't know why. God, now I have to change my score. You didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you only gave it a 4.25. That's not, that's no, no peer not pressure now. <laughs> no peer pressure. A 4.25 is not good anymore. <laughs> not good I, enough. I think a enough. lot of people, and, and the problem with this, and that's kind of the problem with Untapped, is that if it's not the first beer you have... Yeah, it your, really your mouth it. is all messed up, especially when you're drinking two Tom stuff, mm-hmm. which is very similar. It, it's hard to do that. Now, when I did have it, this was the one I did try first, um, so I did. Yeah, it, I did give it that four points. It also depends, so. like if you brush your teeth beforehand, if you ate a, oh, right, ate something garlicky, or, or if you, exactly if yeah, if your tongue's if, all fucking right, like if you burnt your tongue. Yeah, so a lot of things go into it, but there is a range where you're, mm-hmm. with you're in. At least a point, I would hope. Like yeah. a couple notches, like point five or point five. Did we say overall it was a four point one four out of one hundred and thirty nine check in? Nope, I don't think we did. That. So average, it's a little bit lower than what we are doing. Everybody so. keeps up in their score every time they try. That's stuff. true. <laughs> yeah, what the hell's that Maybe about? it's aging good. <laughs> Maybe barrel age, or it's not. Like Ooh. you said, it's not the first beer they try. Yeah, so it's like their taste buds are mm. off. All right, let's get back to E3. I think right. we got Ubisoft up next. Ubisoft. I'll, I'll take this one, Thank Seth, you. since you did, you did the last one. Uh, the first game that Ubisoft was promoting was a game called Gods and Monsters. It's an upcoming game from the creators of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, coming February 25th, 2020. Um, it looks... Um, I know it looks very Zelda-esque with mm-hmm. that Breath of the Wild, but it also looks like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, yeah. just more cartoony because it's set in the same ancient Greece time period. Um, but it looks really fun. It, I may yeah. check this one out. And the trailer made it sound really cool. It's like, who do the gods turn to or something when they need help? And yeah. It's like the heroes or the monster. I don't remember, but it was it was really cool how they played it. But yeah, it, it I mean, it comes from Assassin's Creed, so it looks like that. But, like, the rolling fields and stuff just looks like mm-hmm. the, the same setting as Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's like in Assassin's Creed, they try to make the people look more realistic. Mm-hmm. So the nature background is very pixelated. So I think they flipped it this mm-hmm. time. Go more cartoony. Then you can really update the graphics of the world. So it's pretty cool. All right. The next one is the third Watch Dogs game called Watch Dogs Legion was announced in with an extended look at its rumored NPC control feature, which lets you put together and control a team of resistance fighters made up of unique citizens around the world. Legion is set in a post-Brexit London <laughs> and will explore topics like the surveillance state. And it's coming March 6, 2020. And I know it's really cool that everybody's going nuts with this, that you can play as a grandma. Oh, really? Oh, you can cool. play as a grandma, and it just shows this little old lady with a hat on. She's like <laughs> That's awesome. pulling back a gun, like cocking it, like, <laughs> like, let's go. I'm old. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I didn't have time to look at most of these. I played the original Watch Dogs, um, and it was 
fun at the time, but it was more older gen by the mm, time I got around yeah. to it. So it was very limited in its features. So I never made it all the way through. It was a good concept. It's it's like you know Assassin's Creed in the modern day. Okay, this guy he can control. He can change traffic lights with his cell oh, phone. Oh, okay, that yeah, one, I know. So he okay, can go I around and I was trying to picture it, but yeah. surveillance things like that's that. really so, cool. Yeah. That did, that game looked fun. Next game is Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Had a new trailer as well as a date for its upcoming beta, which starts September fifth. I know with the Ghost Recon, there's another first person shooter. I believe. I think that's the. This is the one with uh, John Barenthal as mm. the lead. The lead guy. Okay. And then Rainbow Six Quarantine is a horror-themed three-player tactical co-op game coming out early 2020. According to lead game designer BioJade Adam <laughs> Granger, whoa, there's a fun name, All right. Quarantine will pit a squad of players against a deadly parasite. There's a movie like that. So it's like a apocalyptic Starship type type Troopers. Starship <laughs> Troopers, yes. I was just thinking of that with the bugs. Yeah. Um, so Rainbow Six, again, another first-person wartime shooter. And then a new 3v3 free-to-play online multiplayer roller derby game called Roller Champions was announced. Yeah, this one looked really silly. I, I, this is the one trailer I did see from this press conference. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, Roller Champions? What is this? And it's like, I couldn't even figure out how to play this game. But they're like roller skating in this rink and they got to throw a ball through this circle. And I'm like, are there teams? Who? What's happening? Like, it's like it, Quidditch and roller derby <laughs> all yeah. in one. I was like, okay. So in like real roller derby, they, they do go around in mm-hmm. circles mm-hmm. and you have one person who is like the, the lead, the, mm-hmm. like the ball carrier yeah. or whatever you want to, and like they, like however many times they can get around, like past the other team to get points. And then like the other team like blocks yeah. and stuff like that. It's like really repetitive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with them going in circles and circles and circles. Like, the NFL is not repetitive. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you stand yeah, well, there and say hike, and then you throw the ball, well, they and then you like reset. <laughs> hundreds of different plays and whatnot. It's like a mixture well, of Well, you're not familiar. There are plays in roller derby, too, but you're not. Yeah. There's, like, yeah. blockers and stuff, but you're not familiar with how they. Like, their uh, strategies. There's blockers. Yeah, so there's understand. the flying V. There's <laughs> yeah. so the flying V. There's, like, the wild war- W. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wild W. Wild W. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right. Ubisoft has a new subscription service called Uplay Plus, which will give PC users access to Ubisoft's library of 100-plus games, as well as DLC and other additional content for 15 bucks a month. It launches September 3rd and will be available on Stadia in 2020, which I believe is Google's new if, version of a console yep. online streaming game. If you listen to our Patreon-exclusive episode, I talk about that on one of the Geek Briefs. I think it's the first one or the second one. I know it's the second one. Geek Brief number two. I go into details on Google Stadia. And we call that Daigo Plus, which is, I think, where they got the Uplay Plus Mm -hmm. name. I think they stole it from our Patreon. Oh, Oh, gosh. People do look at that. (laughs) Next episode, we sue Ubisoft. (laughs) (laughs) And lose. got two cents. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Keith got free Assassin's Creed games for life. Yes. <laughs> I'll settle. But, uh, yeah, so if you want to hear more about the Stadia, give us a dollar and listen to me go on and on about that. Yeah, I'll have to do that. How much do I have to pay? Just a dollar. Just a dollar? I can do that. I'll, I'll give you the link. Oh, <laughs> secret. Rob McElhenney, Henny of It's Always Sunny fame, announced a new web series made in partnership with Ubisoft called Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet which cast McElhenney as a game designer on the world's most popular MMO. Did you see this? 
I did not. Is he? Which character is he in the show? Is he Dennis? Or he, is he is Mac. He's Mac. Okay. I didn't. I didn't think he was Dennis because Dennis is doing another show right now. Yeah. It was real weird because they they make it a big deal like this new mythic quest game is coming out and then it like cuts over to him and he's like producing the game and like he's like a big asshole or whatever it's like i'm really confused then like as the trailer goes on or commercial goes on it's like oh this isn't a real game it's about the creation of a game that in this world is the most popular game in the world played by billions and billions of people and he's making a follow-up to the game and he's trying to make it something as good and live up to it it's like oh wow that's not something I was expecting to be announced, like right. a web series based on it. <laughs> I'll have to check that yeah. out. That sounds pretty cool. It looked pretty funny. Um, one thing I know that's not on the list, and I was very disappointed, they really did not announce a new Assassin's Creed, but a lot of these other games coming up, I think the Rainbow Six and then the Gods and Monsters mm-hmm. is made by the studios that have made the previous two Assassin's Creed games, so they've, so been, they've been working on away. this one too. Yeah. Um, so what they're thinking of doing is that with Assassin's Creed, they're going to create like a season two of uh. Odyssey. They're going to just try to get as much <laughs> as they can out of this game. Um, so they just announced and they just released a couple of days ago the story mode okay. creator, the story creator. So I can go on. There's like a whole tutorial I got to. I got to do, and I'm definitely going to be doing this. <laughs> and I'm going to be, I can create my own story. So I can pull some missions. That's cool. How much XP, how many, uh, you know, resources can you get? Where is it going to happen? I can pull any character in the game. There's just no voice acting. They just stare at each other and the <laughs> words are on the bottom, but it's no different than Zelda. Zelda yeah. So, um, but that's really neat that I can go in and so there's so many people going in and creating these side stories. And so you play all these. Other I can people's? do the missions and I get I get to keep the XP and everything else from it. So it's on there right now. I played a couple before that's you guys awesome. came over tonight. But to go on, you need your PC obviously set up so you can go through mm, and right. it's like coding and programming and I can make my own story and then get it approved and put it in there. So I'm like, that's, really that's cool. pretty neat. So I can pull out all these characters that have died mm-hmm. earlier in the series and I can put them all interacting and I can, you know, you got to go to this place, steal an object, then you got to swim underwater, then you got to get on your boat and you got to go over here. Or I can just, you know, go make- over and stab a cow or something <laughs> and then you're done. Make the drink and geek out saga. Oh, yes, I could. That <laughs> sounds really fun. Oh, that would be so much fun. Uh, yeah, you have to go to the local pub. and <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I don't know if there's pubs in this world. I'm here for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, so that's pretty neat that they're trying yeah, to I've, extend that. I mean, I've heard they're because they were going like well, every year there was a new game, and I heard they were kind of scaling that. Then back they did and, every two, mm-hmm. so I think this is the kind of waiting as mm-hmm. they're calling it. The people on the message boards, of course, they're all saying season two. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, okay, that well, should be rather interesting. They've already done the two DLCs. I have them. I haven't played them yet, so they may put out a third story and they'll probably do like a best of take all these creators and yeah. probably get the voice actors back in and record it and animate it. And that would be pretty cool to make, yeah, that'd be to awesome. see, you know, one of our stories could become an Send, official, yeah. put it in like mission. a bundle and package it and sell yeah. it. So that's pretty cool. Very cool. All right. Let's get some more beer in our bellies. Mm. Beer. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at drink in geek out. You can also check our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content and previous episodes, and that is currently at patreon.com slash drinkandgeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back with our out beer, and we have a Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale from Lexington Brewing and Distilling Company. Award-winning Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale is a unique sipping beer with a distinctive nose of well-crafted bourbon. Mm-hmm. Aged for up to six, week in, six weeks in freshly decanted bourbon barrels from some of Kentucky's finest distilleries, subtle yet familiar flavors of vanilla and oak are imparted into the special ale as it rests in the charred barrels. Pleasantly smooth and robust, it may also be served in an aperitif or after-dinner drink. Launched in 2006, so it's been around for a while, it has grown to become the flagship beer of the premier name of barrel-aged beers, Lexington Brewing and Distilling Company. Coming in at 8.2% ABV and 19 IBUs. And it goes on to give some of Pale's pairings here. If you'd like to read that for us, Pale, what would you pair this with? Um, you don't have it open, do you? Nope. Rich, spicy <laughs> foods like barbecued beef, ox, oaxacon mole, or hearty Szechuan dishes. Szechuan sauce. Uh, great with buttery, well-aged cheddar. Oh, there's your cheese. See? Pairs it with <laughs> desserts like chocolate milk. Uh, or, sorry, milk chocolate, milk, chocolate. not chocolate milk. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this is chocolate milk for dessert. <laughs> Cream puffs or cocoa puffs. Might as well, right? (laughs) Try it as a float with vanilla or caramel ice cream. That would be be real yum yum. It's got the Fuggles hops and East Kent Goldings. The malts are two row pale, caramel 40, aromatic malt, caropolis, malted wheat. In the tasting notes, you get oak, vanilla, caramel, and hints of toffee. Mm. Oh, you're done? I better get all of those. (laughs) All four of those. This is a nice little story you told us. It was a large blurb this is an interesting color that we have here but we're not quite oh, the there bottle. yet First. oh the bottle 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 it looks like a little bourbon barrel right here yes with the little stop with the words on it and it, then yep the label's been changed a lot throughout the years so this must be their most it's got like one. a metallic sheen on the bottom half and there's actually little barrels oh you can see a little bourbon there, barrels depending there. on which angle you hold yeah, it yeah that's cool it does not look like the one online but yeah, like I said, I rem- that's the one I <clears throat> had, that older one. So this is definitely the updated version. It's got a little horsey's etched in. Oh, that's cool. On the top up here says something. But you got a real, hold it real odd to read it. Hops are fuggles and all that. I think you read that. Tasting notes. Yeah, you read that. Kentucky Irish red aged for at least six weeks. Yeah, you read all that. Pretty nifty. All right, the color... I was gonna say John Hammond's Amber Cane. I was right off the, the same one, thing right off the bat. Is you immediately just what it looks like? Slap a mosquito in there, and you're good to go. It's very clear. Yeah, very very clear. I did not expect that. If you there, if there was a mosquito floating in this glass, it would look exactly like <laughs> <Yes>. that cane. <laughs> it's so clear. It's I don't know. You can yeah go lighter if you want. If you want to, but I like the Amber Cane. Yeah, it's definitely got the amber colors of. Um, bourbon as it typically does with that charred notes and mm-hmm. oak seeping in there just went on that tour so i know all about <laughs> all bourbon now so it's like oh so cool oh the smell definitely smell the vanilla mm-hmm. that was one of your tasting notes and the caramel it's very sweet mm-hmm. sweet smell not exactly what i was expecting but i mean bourbon does have those like vanilla yeah. notes and stuff absolutely like that too so 
shouldn't be no surprise. A smell of caramel. Toffee? Maybe a hint. Is your smeller okay over there? Uh, it's, well, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bad. bad. <laughs> I can't smell the oak. I don't really smell the oak either. I think that'll it's probably more, come out yeah, more of the flavor. It's more of the sweet the oak that I'm smelling, but we'll taste it and find out. Ooh. Oh, that is good. Mm, that's very sweet. Yeah, sweet and smooth. Sweet, it, smooth. I don't really notice any of the bourbon no, uh, notes too much. A little bit. I mean, it's there. You can it, tell it's there. I mean, it's there, only but aged it's, six weeks and not six yeah, months. Just enough to get the flavor, not the... I get a little bit of the bourbon. I cut the end yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Very sweet up front. Mm-hmm. A little bit of the vanilla comes through. Mm-hmm. Caramel. The oak, I still am like, not really getting the oak. Maybe I haven't had enough oak flavor. Maybe I need to eat more trees. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think they make oak chips. You can eat, actually chips. eat them. So, yeah. Oak chips. I'm kidding. They don't know. make oak chips. <laughs> I mean, they do, but they're not edible. Yeah. <laughs> they, they put them in like a smokers. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. some smoke flavored chips. Because that's what they do at the inside of the bourbon barrel. They char the oak. So it's a lot of that char, which pulls out the natural flavors as it seeps into that and pulls it into the liquid in the barrel. Yeah. But So a lot of that charred masks a little bit of that oak, but it can hold that char and it pulls out the flavors of it. It's not like you're going to drink it and be like, this smells like an oak tree. Right. So. The scent is definitely stronger than the flavor. Mm-hmm. But I do get the like red ale or whatever base flavor. <laughs> it comes out really good in this beer. The Irish red or cream ale or something. A little bit of a crisp bite. Since this has been aged a little bit, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Like the carbonation's died down, but it's still got a little bit of that tingle crisp. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beer Advocates, 3.7 out of 5, which is good. 3,145. Then Ray Beer, it's a 46 overall and only a 16 style. Mm. Yay, yeah. yay, yay. 939 ratings. Untapped gave it 3.85 out of 176,000 check-ins. I had a lot of people... Oh. Actually, the same friend checked this in about a billion times. <laughs> yes. uh, Mr. Gone? Mr. Gone. It's one of his favorites. He had a 4.75. A bunch of times. Seemed like a good one to have on National Bourbon Day. That was June 14th. Oh, that's yesterday. Oh, that was yesterday. Oh. Sorry. I mean, that was two days ago. Two days. Could, there could be like a National Bourbon Weekend. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Bust it open. I got National, several up there. National yep. Bourbon Month. National Bourbon Month. It's always National Bourbon Month down in <laughs> Kentucky. Yeah. On that Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Man, it's so cool down there. Matt Romery from Craft House Cinema Podcast gave it a four and said, Sweet and drinkable for such a high ABV. And that was in December of 2018, back when that podcast still exist. <laughs> and both of them, they died. No! <laughs> what? Uh, Aunt Blair, Mohead Y'all, on Twitter... Gave it a four in 2015. This beer's been around a long time. He also gave it a four in 2014. And a 3.5 in 2013. Brad Penning gave it a three and a half. May 2nd. Christian D, three and a quarter on April 2nd. And then just a lot of uh, Mr. Gone. (laughs) Your sister's on here. Oh, she did. Yeah, she did try it. (laughs) I saw that one. Three and a half in 2013, when she briefly was using the app for like two months. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I see her check-ins every once in a while, and they're like so old. Yeah. I forget that she had it mm-hmm. at one point. That was her just trying to keep up with the cool kids. Oh, man. 
Oh, I have a friend on here. Um, yeah, right. No, Ashley Wesley. <laughs> she was the one from Indy that randomly we went down oh, right, for right, right. Kyle's thing. And yeah, she's checked this in quite a bit. A few notes, she says, sweet nectar of the gods. 12 ounces of sweet goodness. She gave it a 4.75 most times. Wow. She loves that beer. My fave. She just said that. Oh, she gave it a five. Oh, as she drinks it, she likes it more. <laughs> Fabulous as always. Straight fives. Pub hopping. Apparently she does that. Yummy as always. Oh, my gosh. She has checked this in so many <laughs> times. And then she dropped it back down to 450. I mean, I'm still on my friends list, and it's just nonstop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Holy oh, my God. God. First one was Nathaniel back in the day. Then Amy and then Pale at Brewhaven. This and was then Brewhaven? In 2013. Wow. Oh, really? August 3rd, 2013. I think that was, that was a Brewhaven one. Brewhaven. <laughs> you checked it in? This doesn't show up on your check ins? Well, you didn't rate it, so it's no. probably hard to see. Oh, yeah, there it is. Brewhaven Beer Festival is where I, the location, August 3rd, 2013. And then, yeah, that lady, Ashley, has checked it in like several <laughs> times since 2013. It's mostly her check ins. Well, I just checked it in. Oh, I probably should. Do you guys curious too. about what I score I gave it? Yeah, I, I'll let yeah, you I know. do tell. <laughs> I guess I'll let you know. <laughs> I give it a three and a half. Overall, it's pretty good. Like it's got a a nice flavor to it. I just wish the bourbon barrel came out a little stronger. And even though I'm not a huge fan of it, it's like almost non-existent to a point. And I don't know with something that says it's bourbon barrel on the label, I would expect that to be like the front and center flavor. When all I'm really getting is the base beer that was put in the barrel. But overall, it's pretty good. I'd, I'd drink it again, but just was hoping for a little bit more. Yeah, and I'll go ahead and do mine. I gave it a three and a half as well because pretty much what you said, you have bourbon on the bottle, and I'm not really getting the bourbon. Oak, I don't really mm-hmm. get much of that. I get the sweet tasting notes, but that's about it. And um, generally, it's not really my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, I think I would try this again. On pint, on like in a pint somewhere. One where you're not handicapped in your senses. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm clear. My nostrils are clear of the sickness, and I can taste better. And it's a little. I can more give fresh. you some real bourbon. That'll clear it up. Yeah, I need something <laughs> like burn. Ooh, that's just my chair breaking. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, not too bad. Ain't too bad. Ain't too ain't bad. Too good. It ain't good, but ain't bad. <laughs> Always when I'm drinking. <laughs> All right. Um, I give this one a four. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I know you're saying not getting that hints of bourbon, but I'm fresh off the bourbon trail, and I've sampled like 12 different bourbons and, you know, the flavors and the tastes and everything. And so the flavor comes out, and it's very sweet with it. Um, and I know this is only just a couple months old, but I don't think it had ruined it no. in any way, shape, or form. I think that's really how this is. It's just a very sweet, easy-drinking bourbon. That's true. And I like it, but there's not much else that stands out, though. So mm-hmm. I was teetering a 3.75 or 4, but my love of bourbon kicked it up a little bit for me because I really do love the sweetness and that you can easily drink this. I could, like, chug this bottle. Yeah. And that's scary because it's, you know, 8.2%. That's very frightening to me. But it's super sweet, super smooth, and that the bourbon notes, for me, are in there enough that you get it not enough that it burns like a lot of the right. barrel age stuff that you get now. It's just like drinking bourbon. Um, but it, it's unique because all those bourbon styles that we have is more of those darker beers where this is that an is actual true. ale. It's a nice change. 
Um, so uh-huh. it's a little bit a nice change of pace. Um, yeah. And I saw the different styles that this place has, and I would love to try a few more, but they don't. This is the one they put out nationally. Mm-hmm. I should have looked while I was in Kentucky. Shame on me. Yeah, what were you doing? Um, what was the one I saw? The coffee. The coffee would be. The coffee barrel stout. That one would be good with a little bit darker notes to it. They do have an IPA, which is not barrel aged, but um, I mean, there's so many different versions, I think, of this that you could do. So mm-hmm. I would love to try the other ones. Right. But honestly, I was not upset of, you know, with this. If if I had to pay $10 for it, but yeah. I didn't because I found it on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm very happy now because I can easily drink these other three. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. It's not like an actual glass of bourbon where I'm just going right. to sip on it all night. I can easily down this very quickly. Yes. All right. We should do a, a partial handhold. Where, like, if the majority is the same, <laughs> we hold hands and then we just stare at the person. Oh, that's <laughs> so <mean. laughs> I did call that something different. I'll come up with a name. Yeah. Friend staring club. <laughs> <laughs> disappointing club. <laughs> yeah. A disappointing hand holding club. Uh, <laughs> Pale, you want to tell us about Square Onyx? If you can talk? Square Enix. I can try my best. Square Enix. Square Enix. Um, these are games, I assume? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out on March 3rd, 2020, mm. which is the very popular, yes. like, uh, everybody, RPG, yeah. we did everybody really you close. talk to, it's like saying that's probably the best Final Fantasy ever made. Mm-hmm. Listen to our music of Final Fantasy episode that Dustin and I did, okay. we, we, yeah. if you want more on Final Fantasy, because the three of us don't play it, Dustin's the... Yeah, yeah I've only played like two of them. Yeah. I'm assuming he probably loved Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. I think so. And... I think they did something. They updated the graphics, and I think they kind of changed some stuff. So I don't really know the details, but because I never played the game, but yeah, there, there was just some hubbub about it. A few it. clips. It looked amazing. Mm-hmm. It does look really cool. Yeah, Marvel's Avengers from Crystal Dynamics was officially revealed with a trailer and a release date of May fifteenth, twenty twenty. It's an action adventure game that supports up to four players. The reveal trailer showed off Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. The Hulk, Black Widow, and Ant-Man. This looked amazing. Did either of you see it? I saw a little I bit of it. Not. I didn't watch the full, but I, there were people complaining about it. I saw more of the complaints on there it was than complaints? I did the positive things. Well, I'm so. sure there is. I mean, the, the characters looked weird because it's not the actors. Yeah, I think that's that was the complaint. And, like, the voices are off. But, I mean, it's not supposed to be Marvel's... Event like the yeah, MCU, Disney's, it's yeah. it's a completely different story with the characters. They're not wearing the same costumes as the movies. It's like the Avengers. It's, so it's like they weren't not, invented in the movies. They existed before these movies. Before, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's not directly tied. No, to it's the, not. The movies it doesn't have anything to. As far as I know, it had nothing to do with the movies. I heard like the developers are like really taking their time mm-hmm. with this. They want to get it right, just yeah. because of how like big the the whole Marvel universe has gotten. Like it looked like it could fit, and like it has like a, a whole story with like the Infinity Stones and stuff. Yeah, it's different than the movies. It's like a different take on it, but it looked really cool. Like, just like the graphics were amazing, and like being able to switch from Hulk and then go to play as Cap and throw your shield, and then. Like, Did they reveal what kind of game it's going to be? Like a open world adventure? No, it's hard to tell. It they're what the trailer shows is them like at a celebration. And then somebody attacks. I don't, it wasn't the Golden Gate Bridge, but it was like a a bridge with cars driving on it. Okay. And they have to run over there, and they're fighting 
whatever is attacking, I don't know, aliens or whatever. And, like, Hawks has to stop the bus from going over the edge and then, like, Cap's or- shouting out orders and, like, check over there, get that guy and do it. And then it's, like, it just looked really cool. I don't know, yeah. really, it looked like, like um, those Ultimate Alliance games, hmm. like, where yeah. you could pick your different character and just, like, beat up people and do missions and stuff. Okay. And then I'll read the Star Wars sure. Jedi Fallen Order. Story is canon with the Star Wars films. So this is a new Star Wars um, it takes place in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And from the trailer, it looks like you are a new Jedi. You, you're Jeremiah from Gotham. It's like that guy. Oh. That actor is playing this guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and, like, uh, Force Whitaker's there from his being his character, whatever his name is, from Rogue One. Yeah, um, he had a weird name. Oh, God. No, the truth. <laughs> I, I, I know his line. I don't, know, I don't remember his name. And he talked very funny, too. <laughs> yeah. And it's cool because it looks like that other Star Wars game that's on, like, the older systems where you're a Jedi and you build your lightsaber and do all that shit. Yeah. I don't remember what that game's called either. Was but. it the the new character that they created? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that game. Um, yeah, I don't know what it's called right now. <laughs> Force Unleashed or yes, something like that's that. It, that's it. That's it. That's it. Um, but, yeah, so... I couldn't tell what the story was, but you're a Jedi, you're going into a base, and you're rescuing the Wookiees in this mission, and you, you've got new Force abilities. I'm trying to remember what they were. One, you you could, like, freeze a guy, and Ooh. then, like, just go kill him. Sub-Zero. And then, well, you don't, it's not ice, you just, oh, like, sorry. freeze him in place. <laughs> <laughs> um, it showed him, like, freeze a blaster shot in the air, pick up a stormtrooper and walk him into it. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So that's it's like different nice. unique th- way to play this game. You, you could throw your lightsaber and like through people and catch it. It was just really cool looking. There is a droid that is attached to your back. Ooh. Well, it's like not part of you, but it's like yeah. where you wear it like a backpack essentially. Backpack droid. And it's his name is BD1 or, or Buddy 1. They call sounds like Beatty Wong. Almost. <laughs> Beatty Wong. <laughs> they call him Buddy. Buddy. Hey, Buddy. Um, and you can, like, send him off to do, like, unlock doors and stuff like that. And, like, set traps and stuff. It's And, uh, I don't know. It just looked real fun to play as a Jedi and do all this. Awesome. And then the trailer ends with a K2 droid from Rogue One, like the K2SO. K2SO, yeah. But, oh, that's cool. Because he's. But it's a bad guy because. That's what that droid is. It was a bad guy that they repurposed as a good guy. But mm. you, ha- so you have to fight a K two droid at the end of this oh, demo wow. they showed. So overall, I mean, that would be awesome to play. But I think it's only on like Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, right. This yeah. is uh, from EA Electronic Arts, mm-hmm. and this is like the only thing they put out. Um, and I know a lot of people are complaining, like, well, what else you got EA besides you know Madden, Madden. every year? Then <laughs> uh, this is it. They just you mm-hmm. know. They went for everything. They put everything into Star Wars, which makes sense because mm-hmm. it's coming to an end in December coming up, and you know, got to cash in on it as much as you can. But yeah, it was very disappointing from EA just to see this and not you know some of the other right. fantastic things that they, they usually cap- have they used to be capable of doing everything like every sport they had a version, and then they would have like a different yeah, which I'm sure they'll still put out. But it's like, yep, same old crap. <laughs> you guys keep buying it, so it's we'll exactly. keep making it. They. They can just make Madden every year, and they're a profitable company because that game yeah. sells 
like crazy. Even I though. haven't bought one in it's so many years because it's the same thing. I just pop in my old one. Mm-hmm. But you also have updated players. It doesn't matter. They play the same way. They add like a new special feature, like yeah. the double juke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so overall, for the this side of things, I don't know. What, did you guys have anything super exciting or disappointing or any opinions? I really want to check out that Dragon Ball Z game. I think that'll be pretty neat to see. And then that story creator for. Assassin's Creed mm. would be pretty neat to check out. And I'm super excited about the new Xbox just to see you know, what differences yeah. is that going to make. Is that going to be worth me dropping another five, six, seven hundred dollars yeah, for? Yeah, for all these special processors and SSDs. Like, yeah. It's got to be... Because, I mean, it, it, it's got to work. Because if it doesn't, then Google is going the right route by doing just streaming. strictly online mm-hmm. with streaming. But a lot of people's internet are not capable exactly. of handling that. I couldn't I don't think I could with my shitty internet. Yeah. You have to have like 35 megabyte speeds or whatever mm-hmm. to play these games. And we've seen throughout the years that online gaming, I know it's gotten better at least with Xbox, but you know, Nintendo's still trying to figure <laughs> that out because connecting to Wi-Fi mm-hmm. is horrible with the Switch from mm-hmm. what I've heard. You always should plug in directly through your ethernet, but Yeah, cause there's lag with, with Smash Smash Brothers especially mm-hmm. because you have to have those buttons right, like immediately, because that's such a fast-paced game. Yeah, like any lag at all, it, it, it ruins, ruins the experience. the experience. Exactly. So I don't know. That's pretty exciting for me. Yeah, I think the Elden Ring game by mm-hmm. George R. Yeah. R. Martin has got my attention. I've become a big fan of his. I'm going to start reading the books, the Game of Thrones books, here pretty soon. So I, anything that he's involved in, I'm going to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like a lot of fun, and I'm going to need my, my fix. <laughs> you know, <Thrones> fix. <laughs> They'll have a new prequel spinoff or I something. I know there's three sure. spinoffs in development. <laughs> One is filming this summer. Wow. It'll probably be out sometime in 2020, I assume. Yeah. But did you guys want me to mention PlayStation's announcements at all? Sure, well, go for it. Um, so I think it was in April they revealed the PlayStation 5 n- news. Um, there wasn't much on it. It was just kind of like some of the features, like um, a new SSD like processing, mm-hmm. or it, it's like the similar to Xbox. similar to Xbox, mm-hmm. or it's just going to be like a hundred times faster. <laughs> like loading is not going to take as long. Yep. Um, it's going to be backwards compatible with PS4. Good. Uh, there's going to be like a 3D audio of some sort, hmm. where it's just going to give you like more of a surround sound experience, and it's going to be I don't know. It's odd. It feels like that has that depends on your speaker quality. Yeah, I feel like like, <laughs> you, does it come with surround sound speakers like three D? Like so they said casing helmet of noise. ideally it's, it's best in headphones. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh. So, but okay. it will work through your TV speakers. It just you just have to have like the five point one surround sound for yeah. to get the best experience because gotcha. it yeah yeah. But headphones, it's, it seems like there's going to be a lot more like. Mm-hmm. You can hear it. You can yeah, attack like, from behind because yeah. the way the audio is in your headphones. I yeah. gotcha. Um, that's all I got. Oh, that's all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So, I, oh, oh, the the way they've been releasing or giving announcements is through like YouTube, called uh, they call it like the state of play mm-hmm. broadcasts, where yeah, they just are. I don't know. It's almost seems like they they know they can't compete with Microsoft. Yeah. Any longer in the whole video game mm-hmm. world, so they're kind of like backing away and just trying sticking with their little niche audience. Yeah, they're just trying to build their own little niche or whatever, and 
like that's like their direct competitors, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like Nintendo and Microsoft don't really compete against each other. They're like two totally different types of experiences. Gaming. Yeah. So my, I think PlayStation is just backing well, away and kind of trying to like do their own thing. And they stole that eye from, idea from Nintendo because they do their Nintendo Directs like once a month where they just release a bunch yeah. of game info and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> on yeah, YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like they're becoming like a little bit more like Nintendo but still like trying to like Not hang creative with, enough. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's, that's all I got. Speaking of Nintendo, we failed to mention them at all. So <gasps> next oh. episode... Yeah, I guess we're going to have to... I'll get into detail on that. On Nintendo, because they clearly won E3. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in my opinion, they always do, because those are the type of games I enjoy playing. So I will talk a bunch again next episode. Yay. So until next time, drink drink up and and geek geek out. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. Who's starting? Um, I don't care. Want me to do it? Want me to do it? I don't care. Want me to do it? Want me to do it? Do you want me to do it? <laughs> Dustin, you want to do it? Dustin? We'll just use one of his old ones. Yeah. <laughs> you want to text him and see if he'll come do it? <laughs> just, just call him. Just do, the do the intro. All right, I'll do it. <laughs>